I'm gay. I'm gay. All right, yeah. Oh, Mike okay. Works. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we were, yeah, we were talking about the, uh, what is it? Uncrustables. Yes. And uh, you said you've never had I've one. I've never had it because I feel like when they came out, it was like... It was already past that time. Like, you was, were like, I, I don't need to try this. Yeah, I was eating fucking city lunches. I was eating fucking boiled chicken from, <laughs> from New Bedford High or something. But, um, yeah, I remember saying, because we were, we saw it, well, I saw it on uh, Two Bears, One Cave, yeah. and they were eating it and talking about it. I guess it. I listened to that. I haven't, I haven't started listening to It's good. To it. Yeah. It really is. I've been just uh, fucking loading up on old episodes of Come Town whenever I'm done with new, <laughs> with new episodes of everything. Every time you've said it so far. Yeah. Every Thursday before you come over, I put Come Town on the Chromecast on the TV. I love how you said before when people like walk by, it just has the giant logo. Yeah, it says just Come says Town. Come Town in big cartoon jizz letters. <laughs> people, people all, like we said before, people all walking by and they're just looking at it being like, why did he pause at the opening? Yeah, that's so fucking weird. This guy's jerking off to some weird shit. Be like, what is wrong with this? Come Town definitely sounds like a, a like... A like money shot compilation video. Yes, <laughs> that definitely does. It seems like it'd be so- Come Town Volume One, <laughs> yeah, Come yeah. Town Volume Eighteen. <laughs> then like <laughs> Come Town Section Eight is like the ebony oh, version. Steal Joey Diaz's opening line really quick because I love it. Okay. And we just gotta open the show. <laughs> yeah. Let's kick this mule. Okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 138. <laughs> Of the Nerd Input Podcast, my name's Andrew Goulart, with me is... Nick Clattenburg. <laughs> like a Section 8 I, was just, I fucking love dude, that. I, that was some on-the-fly thinking. I was trying to think of so I was like, Projects doesn't really sound good. <laughs> That's the title. Section 8. Come down Section 8. Come down Section 8. <laughs> yes, let me make a note of that right uh, now. Good, good title for the show. <laughs> uh, but yes, we, we had the cold opening talking about Uncrustables. Yes. And... Uh, yeah, I, I, I haven't had one. I, that's not something that I'm going to eat all the time, but if it's there, I'll, eat, I'll have one. I or, feel like or it, two. When I was a kid, they I feel like they looked gross to me. <laughs> it seemed like there was not enough bread for how much like that. It's it's like a little, t- it's about the size of like this uh, pop filter. Yeah. It's not big at all. Like if you're looking at it from the top, it's only, dude, about that big. Yeah. So you're it's talking, like it's like it's basically it's, like you see the episode of American Dad where like I said a peanut butter peanut butter and pierogi. jelly pierogi. Yeah, it seems like something. <laughs> it seems like a ravioli that Stan would serve on American Dad at Stan's food restaurant. Yes. <laughs> uh, but one of the quotes from uh, Two Bears One Cave, I I had to put it in. <laughs> if cum tasted like Uncrustables, I'd have bruised knees. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Burke Reicher? Yeah, yeah, you know it. <laughs> yeah, because in that Instagram, like, I only saw the Instagram video of it. He was fucking crushing that Uncrustable. Oh, God. I assumed that he was they, much well, more they, into they it. Well, they had one, like, right out of the package. Yeah. Not, like, frozen, but, like, room temperature. Yeah, isn't that they're supposed to be, like, just thawed out in a lunchbox, right? I believe so. Yeah, you just take it out of the freezer and throw uh, it in. And then they had one where you heated it up. Yeah. And he, no shit, almost lost his fucking mind when he heated it up. 
like it was so delicious. Yeah, to him. he said like this is this is just the way it should be, and oh, it's man. like I couldn't imagine a this hot weird. a hot peanut butter yeah. and jelly sandwich. <laughs> no one's grilling their PB and J's. It's fucking disgusting. It is. Uh. And it, but hey, you know whatever. Uh, Uncrustables. Uh, I I think that they are delicious. They are not cost effective. Oh, the, are they expensive? I I think. I mean, more expensive than bread, peanut butter, and jelly. Some of the cheapest things you can buy. Absolutely. So, you're like pe- a fucking a dollar loaf of fucking white bread. Like from Walmart, like great value white bread. Oh yeah, you could get great value everything and spend <laughs> only forty seven cents. Yeah, I know, and have like eighty sandwiches, <laughs> and then die of the diabetes like Diabe- real quick. Diabetes. <laughs> That's the way that uh, fucking uh, Polly Short. No, no, the the uh, smoking the weed. The one, the woman from uh, from Food Network with the with the fat tits. Uh, Gianna Giada. Oh, D or an N. Giada, yeah, Giada yes. de Laurentiis. Yes, she said. I always say, oh like, god, spaghetti, or like, yeah. it's like she always puts a Italian mozzarella. Yeah, mozzarella. She would say, it's like mozzarella, you fatted bitch. <laughs> yeah, uh, I will not deny it. I beat my dick to her several <laughs> fucking times. Yeah, look at this bitch making a fucking homemade sauce. <laughs> be like, I'm fucking. They zoomed in on her tits. Oh, that's the only a lot. The only reason you think if she was a fucking flat-chested retarded person, they would have a fucking cooking show for her. The only reason is because she has fucking those swinging ass meat bubbles on her chest. <laughs> She's got those nice fucking sweater cups. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. What the, what the fuck word did I even say? It sounded like the way she said it. And you said it was the way Paulie Shore would say it. What word was it? I have no God, idea. I can't, I'm Diab- trying to think. Diabetes. Yeah, di- yeah. Di- and my husband has diabetes. Because <laughs> there's sugar in my breast milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God, this episode's on fire real quick. Whoa. Right off the bat. Woo! All right, let's take it down a few notches. All right. Terrible rest of the episode. No, no. We don't, don't, don't want to bust our load right in the beginning. Yeah. Um... All right, so uh, I got some stuff. Yeah, what do you got? I got some stuff I watched. Uh, this light is blinding me, so I got to turn that off. <laughs> um, so I watched the one of the newest episodes of The Fighter and the Kid. Okay. Uh, you you have caught that before, am I correct? I've only seen like, or you've heard of who's the hosts, right? Yeah, it's uh, wait, is the fighter the fighter and the kid is Brian Callen and Theo Theo Vaughn? Or no, is it, that's it's, the King and the Sting. Okay, it's Brendan uh, Schaub and Theo Vaughn. Brendan Schaub Wait. and Brian Callen. <laughs> it's a combination Wait. of those three people, right? Yes, one okay. of those three. Uh, two of those three. Okay. Uh, Wait, mathematics. Oh, God. <laughs> it's Brian Callen and Brendan Schaub? It is Brian Callen and Brendan Schaub that are the fighter and the kid. Okay. The king and the sting is Theo Vaughn and Brendan Schaub. Okay, all right. Uh, so I caught that one of those most recent episodes with Mark Norman on Oh, there. really? Nice. And uh, I don't have any real, like great notes or anything from the show. I don't have any notes from the fucking show at all. Yeah. But uh, it's it's Mark Norman. Yeah. So it's hilarious. hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. The, like, this shows my, like, absolute childish, retarded sense of humor, but one of the funniest things Mark Norman has ever said is on Legion of... He was on an episode of Legion of Skanks, and they were doing uh, what they call Bop Bab. It's their, like, battle of the bands they have before Skankfest to see, like, what band plays at Skankfest. Yes. And they're playing all the different clips of music, and Mark Norman introduces one of the songs beforehand, and when he tells, like, the producer to play it, he just go, he reads the description, then he goes, Kick it! Faggot? He just calls the guy a faggot, and it's the funniest fucking thing. Because it seemed like he was trying to think of what to call him mid-sentence. It just like, so like stopped a little bit and then just called him a faggot. It was so funny. 
<laughs> but yeah, that's what I find funny. So, oh shit. But yeah, so it was just them pretty much bullshitting for like an hour and a half and telling nothing but jokes and that's all. You, that's little, all anyone wants to hear, man. I don't hear little racist innuendos in there of and course. everything. See, I would love to see Mark Norman on uh, King of the Sting and have him do Rip My Drip, where he just roasts people. Oh, because he's fucking pretty fucking a. good at that. Uh, but I, that, there's really nothing I have besides for notes for that. Sure, yeah. Uh, the next thing I watched was uh, it might have been an older episode of Your Mom's Mom's House. Okay. I can't fucking talk tonight. Yeah. Your Mom's House. Your Mom's House. <laughs> like, uh, I watched uh one of the newer episodes of uh Your Mom's House. Yeah. Which was Tom Segura and uh Christina P. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had Big J Okerson on there. Yes, that was last week's episode. Okay, so it yep. was a more recent one. Then. Yeah, this week was Ian Edwards. Last week was Big J Okerson. Okay. Um, Which I was excited by because I love Big J, obviously. And I was like, I wonder if did he's... Did you listen to it? Yes, I did. Oh, uh, I was like, that... I wonder if he's ever crossed paths with like Tom Segura. Like, he's, like, he was on The Degenerates with Christina P. They both yes. had specials. So I was like, they must know each other. And then, obviously, they did know each other. Yes. And just Big J is based out of New York, so he's not going to L.A. often, but... I knew he had been in L.A. because Legion of Skanks did the Joe Rogan podcast. Yes. And I knew your mom's house tapes episodes like weeks ahead of time. So I was like, any day now I feel like Big J's going to be on the show. And then he was last week. So it was pretty exciting. Yes. But yeah. Uh, I did have one note from there. And uh, you might remember the pot. We were talking about coming out and like shaking people's hands and giving high fives. Yeah. And then the one woman where you like saw like a wrist coming up. Grabbed her hand. She's like, "You're racist." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's just, "Oh, uh, yeah. oh just shit!" Immediately goes to someone else to high five him. Yeah, just, like he's like, "I'm not skipping a beat for that shit." He's like, "I'm not stopping to like give anything towards yeah, that." Who's at a show that Big J Okerson is at? Because obviously he's headlining if they're at a show and Big J is there. Oh, absolutely. Who's at a show that Big J Okerson is headlining at and doesn't like him and calls him racist? That's fucking insane. Exactly. Megan and I are going to see Big J Okerson at the Providence Comedy Connection December 20th. Oh, very nice. So that's going nice. to be fucking huge. I cannot wait. That, that is, is be very nice. Uh, nothing but quality show. Dude, the, the Providence Comedy Connection gets great comics there. Like, we've been there twice so far and it was fucking Mark Norman, like yes. we just talked about, and then Shane Gillis. The fucking king. Of course. So now we're gonna see Big J Ogerson. Like they get you're good. You're getting a good trifecta right yeah. there. Joe List was there, but we didn't. So we didn't. We missed that show. Oh fuck. Um, also, Artie Lang is gonna be there in uh, next month. I might get wrapped tickets I, to I that. I feel like Artie Lang is just kind of. Oh like, no! Oh no! He was on the Kirk Minahan show this past week, and he was on Legion of Skanks. So fu- dude, he was hilarious the whole time. He is, oh, I'm fucking catching that episode, dude. Then. He is so. He is still so funny. Um, yeah, he called in to do like a phone interview on Kirk Minahan's show, and even though it's like it was like an interview, he was still fucking hilarious. No and then, shit. And then he was on Legion of Skanks, so it's just like comics talking and shit of like course. that. And he was so funny on that too. Artie Lang, Artie Lang has still got it. Take my word for it. All right, he still got it. All right, because I was gonna say I've seen him on a couple things where I'm like he's just not as funny. Yeah, maybe yeah. he was a little more tethered, uh, depending on what you. Depending upon to. what he was on, he could have like, been a little more like, yeah. "Hey, he's up now." Yeah. Legion of Skanks, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Pretty there's, much, there's no censorship. Whereas Tom Segura said they created not such a safe space. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they build themselves as the most offensive podcast in the world. Oh, I, I don't deny. That's it. what it says in their description of Legion of Skanks. I don't deny that yeah. at all. Like after the Shane Gillis news came out. The next episode of Legion of Skanks uh, opened with them getting the entire crowd at the stand in New in New York City to chant "Chinks, Chinks, 
Jinx, Jinx, in solidarity for their friend Shane Gillis. Because Shane Gillis is good friends with the. That is with all those guys. awesome. So that's that's the kind of podcast you get if you check out Legion of Skanks. One of the funniest podcasts I've ever heard in my entire life. Oh, consistently. Easily. And also the podcast that I discover other podcasts through. Why, yes. That's why I started listening to, why I checked out Shane Gillis, why I became such a big fan of him. And then why, same reason with uh, Mark Norman. He was on Absolutely. that. Yeah, I was like, these guys are fucking hilarious. I gotta check out what they're doing. And then now I subscribe to their podcast too. So, uh, yeah. Um, big, yeah, anything else on Big no, J? I, just, on I, I, I watched it. It made me fucking laugh. I felt of good course. about myself yes. after that. <laughs> and that was really it. Yeah, Big J's a fucking man. He is. I can't wait to see him. He's um, so good. The next thing I watched, I caught uh, Silver October. Uh, the Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan? Yeah, okay. Yes. Yep. Uh, apparently, they're they're going to do like a, a challenge okay. where they have to complete at least like 10 courses or something like that it didn't seem like it had a whole lot of fucking weight behind it like there was no real stipulation where like even sober sober like if they took it's like a a shot or had a beer then they have to add one more challenge to the the 10 that they're starting okay these challenges like like physical challenges not physical challenges like reading a book or learning a new skill or like you have like the whole month of October to learn 10 things. Okay. And you can either do it sober yeah. or if you do like I guess I guess they said they are they're allowing edibles and like some weed for people with like anxiety or whatever. Sounds like an excuse. Exactly. <laughs> and uh but they also said like if you do have any kind of like alcoholic beverage or anything outside of the parameters or yeah. whatever. Which I find to be weird because if you're doing sober October, that means you cut and dry on fucking everything. Yeah, no shit. You're not fucking eating weed edibles. No. Like, like take CBD if you need that yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, if you need to go to sleep, take CBD. Right. Or, like, you know, if your back hurts, take CBD. Right. You know, uh, that's not going to get you fucked up. I know, yeah. Yeah, you know, but... So, it's, the, the challenge seemed very weak to me, opposed to, like, how last year where it was very physical. Yeah, last year they had, like, those wearable, those, like, fitness wearables, right? That track, yes. like, their heart rate and shit. Yep. Yeah, and, uh... That that was more interesting. Yeah. But then they were trying to they're trying to like get each other to like cave essentially. Yeah. Before like it even starts. Like yeah. they're like, Well, you know, we already had a cigar before we started and we kinda got a little high before it. <laughs> so does that really count? And they're like, No, it doesn't count, but they're I, like I could see them all wanting to get away from the physical challenges because Joe Rogan always wins because he's in incredible he, he, shape. He, and he said it before, he was like, I will do anything. Yeah. Anything to win. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck do you mean, man? Yeah. Like, are you that psycho? <laughs> so you might as well, like, make the challenges more, like, uh, mentally oriented so that everyone's on a level playing field. You're not already starting off being a fucking athlete like Joe Rogan is. Oh, of course. So I can understand that I logic think the only it. one that did have an advantage, or not an advantage, but at least a good head start was Artie Shafir. Ari Shafir. Ari Shafir. Sorry. <laughs> I cannot fucking talk. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> So why oh, he has a, an advantage? No, but I'm saying like as far as like the the physical fitness and the oh, weight loss yeah, challenge, yeah. besides uh, Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer, right? Yeah. So like him Burt and Burt Kreischer is obviously the bottom of the barrel when it comes to oh, that. absolutely, like that. at least a starting point. But he was saying that guys. he's actually, I guess, he's already been sober yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. Like he said, he's lost 21 pounds already. Hey, he's probably lying. I feel like Tom Segura is always like alluding to the fact that he lies about shit yes. like that. But um. Yeah, so they, I, they the challenge seemed kind of weak for what was going to happen with Silver October. Yeah. But um, I guess that's what they agreed on. 
And right. I'm like, all right, whatever. It's like, I'm not going to be a part of it myself. Right. So. Yeah. I, I usually catch the recap on your mom's house, like as yes. I go through it. Um, but they they did talk about uh, I think it was like a day or two before that Ari Shafir he fucking drugged Burt Kreischer. Oh my! With what? Molly. Holy he shit! Put, he put Molly, I guess, in like a. Uh, uh, Tito's and orange juice. Jesus Christ. And he Christ. fucking drank like the whole thing down. That's fucked up. And he said he was like, I guess he told him like a, like an hour later when he started kind of feeling kind of funky and yeah. whatever. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I, I like dosed you with Molly. Oh my God. And I guess Tom Segura looked at him and said, if you try that, I will fucking kill you. I would too. That would freak me the fuck out, dude. If someone like, dr- if someone drugged me without my knowledge or something oh, like God, that, are you fucking- I would lose my fucking mind. <laughs> you know, like if if you were like, "Hey, do you want to try this?" Okay. Yeah. Like if you're willing, you'd be like, "Okay, well, whatever happens is gonna." Yeah, happen. you're in a different mindset. You know, but if that shit kicks in when you're thinking like, "Oh, yeah. I'm only gonna have a Tito's and fucking yeah. orange," and juice. all of a sudden you're like, "Something's fucking wrong," and you're like, "Oh, the fucking room is spinning." <laughs> yeah. You know, and he had to get on a fucking plane. Oh, He had my to go, God. I guess, do like a fucking comedy show like the next night. Wow. And he was like, I was all fucked up. That's crazy. And the funny part was Ari was like defending it. Was, the he, whole time. was he dying laughing about it? Because no. he, he does some like wild ass pranks he was, that like, he thinks are hilarious. He was the whole entire time. Yeah. He was saying like, oh, well, you know, you, you had a good time. And he was yeah. like, yeah, I did have a good time. <laughs> but he's like, also, I would have liked to have fucking known. Yeah, I know. Irish fear does some fucking crazy. Like he, uh, even Joe he, Rogan he said threw, it. he threw like a cup of piss in someone's face at at the Skankfest last year or something like that. Really? Like he does some fucking crazy shit that like. So I'm surprised he hasn't been murdered for. That is also very true <laughs> because I can I cannot honestly say that I wouldn't fucking murder someone. Oh, yeah, someone threw a cup of piss in my face. Not even Jesus that. Someone Christ. drugged me. Oh, I know. I'd yeah. fucking murder someone. Yeah, me too. You know, I don't think I can honestly sit there with like a fucking smile on my face and be like, "Oh, it was a joke." Yeah. Be like, "No, you're gonna you're gonna get hurt right." Especially now. if I had to like get on a plane and do shit and stuff like that. Oh yeah, no and he even said way. he was like, "Oh, and I wish that I knew the effects of uh, Molly Molly yeah. before this happened." And he goes, "Well, why do you say that?" He goes, "Because I was drinking orange juice the whole time, and apparently that heightens it even more." Oh my god! And he was like, "I didn't even know." So he's like, "I'm on a plane, didn't even know I was like dosed with Molly or whatever." Uh, maybe he told him before or after. I don't remember yeah. exactly, but I think he told him before he got on the plane. Okay. But he didn't know about the effects of like orange juice with it. Yeah. And he said he was like, "I'm sitting on a plane trying to calm down and having another Tito's and orange juice." Trying to calm down. Yeah. And he's like, it's it's going higher and fucking higher. And he goes, I'm in a fucking plane traveling like 800 miles an hour right now. He's like, you have no idea how freaked out I was. Right, yeah. Like, I think I would fucking lose my shit. Oh, I definitely I'd have a fucking a thousand panic attacks. I mean, I've around. had bad fucking like panic attacks just smoking weed. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've smoked some crazy shit, and I'm like, I'm just going to sit on the fucking couch. I ain't moving. Yeah, yeah. You just keep telling yourself, I don't care. I'll pee myself. Right. I say, I ain't fucking moving. <laughs> you know, I'm going to wait until everything goes away. Yeah. You know, and yeah, that's okay. But if you were to do something like that to me, oh, you know you're getting an ass beat oh, after yeah, that. Oh, no, yeah, I would never. And I know the feeling is mutual, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, if I did that to you... I know I'd be getting one. You're <laughs> yeah. not going to tell me when. No. It'd be like the, uh, what is it, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah, the, the slap, the, the slap, slap that could come at any time. Yep. Yeah. You know, that's pretty much what it's going to be. The it countdown be, to Slapsgiving. 
Yes. <laughs> you know, it'd be like you and me at like Rose Alley or something one night, and yeah. then just the bathroom door closes and the lights go off and be like, oh, well, this is the time. <laughs> and just be accepting of it. Uh, yeah, That's well, the thing. Well, I guess I'm getting hit right now. Yeah, like, well, I don't know where he is, <laughs> but this is happening. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fucking miserable. I would lose my mind. But, yeah, so they, uh, they're just pretty much ragging on each other, talking about tour dates, all that other stuff of what's yeah. coming up for the month. And yep. Where they're going to be at the end of the month. Okay. Talking about like getting everyone together and all this other stuff for uh, the, the recap. recap. Yep. And yeah, so we'll uh, we'll, we'll see, see what we'll happens. see how this month turns out for yeah. uh, for the Sober October crew. Uh, what else did I watch? I watched uh, two more things. All right. Uh, I watched uh, an episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved. One of okay, the newer yeah. ones. They're on season six now. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, uh, this one was the St. Augustine Lighthouse in, uh, I believe, uh, Florida. I okay. Believe. Yeah. And it's one of the oldest lighthouses in America. It's predating Plymouth Rock, which I don't know how. Yeah, what the They f- said that yeah, it was what? predating Plymouth Rock. Okay. And I was like, okay. So, like, did Jamestown. It- okay. And Roanoke. What? That's fucking crazy. And I was like... What year did the Spaniards get to Florida? Is that who was built? Did they say who it was built by? I believe it was built by the Spaniards. Okay, yeah. And uh, I don't have any of like the, the grave details down. Yeah. You can look them up for yourself if you want. St. Yeah. Augustine Lighthouse. Yep. Uh, I don't know why I said that like Donald Trump really quick. <laughs> Loser. Fat piece of shit. China. <laughs> Sorry. Chink. 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 Sorry, chinks. Eat my shit. Losers. <laughs> This reporter is what I like to call a fat faggot. <laughs> I was I was talking about uh, they, yeah last night at my mom's house like me and Jason about how because Donald Trump was like on the news obviously for something yes. and I was, was just saying impeached. yeah I was just saying how funny it would be because I was saying how he is the best uh, insult comic we've ever had as president oh of course <laughs> and I was saying how funny it would be if he just called someone like a fat faggot or something like that because he's like always insulting people yeah I was like what if he just like went too far and just like just lost yeah him. He just used words you're not supposed to use just be never like, mind hey, if you're the president you listen up you fat faggot yeah <laughs> listen up, uh, Listen up, you gay bitch. Not my fault that your boyfriend came in your ass last night and you can't get all the goo out. Sorry. Sorry. Talk to China. <laughs> Talk to China. Got some bad hombres. Russia. Bad hombres in China. Yep. Not as, not as bad as Russia. But the iPhone is a hell of a machine, so what are you going to do? Yep. <laughs> so uh, I watched that one. Uh... It wasn't really anything interesting. It's just it feels to me like it's another it's just another ghost show, but it's a little more comedy related. Yeah, yeah. yeah with like the the guys, uh, yes. like relationship with each other. Yeah. Yes, how it's it's definitely more humorous opposed to some episodes of like Ghost Hunters or Ghost Adventures or Paranormal Child yeah. or, or The a, Haunting or Paranormal Child. Is the, that a thing? Uh, there's, I think that's a new one that or Child Medium or something. What the fuck? They they come out with a lot of shit. Jesus Christ. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I watched that one. Like I said, it was on BuzzFeed Unsolved on YouTube. So if you want to check that out, anybody can obviously check it out YouTube. Right. And uh, this last one that I watched. This one was quite interesting. Okay. It was very interesting. I stumbled across this on YouTube. Uh, the title of the video was Two Years Alone in the Wilderness. Okay. And I was like, okay, what's this about? This guy took two years like off his life, went up to, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's Alaska. 
Okay. I think. I don't think I... I that or it's like British Columbia area, yeah. so they're kind of similar. Somewhere area. no one cares about. In middle of goddamn somewhere nowhere. Somewhere without people. Middle of fucking nowhere yeah. is where this guy was. The page on YouTube is called Myself Reliance. Okay. So uh, this guy, and I'm just watching the video. It's about an hour and a half long. And the guy's name is Sean James. Okay. And he starts out, and it shows this guy in like a business suit walking around in like the city and all this other stuff. And it cuts to him miles away. Like an 80s rock video. Yeah. Just, you're, they're here, and now they're just miles away. Yep. In the Alaska, Alaskan wilderness. So, uh, you start seeing this guy chop down every fucking tree around there by hand. Plane all the fucking bark off. Make his own fucking log cabin. <laughs> what the fuck? Cut... All like the the curve shape, you know, like Lincoln logs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that. cutting notches in them. And yeah, shit like that. Like yeah, that. Yeah. He built that. Damn. Started out with that, then proceeded you, like, to build pocket with sap or something like that. Uh, he like waterproof it. Uh, he he. I think he waterproofed it, but I I don't remember off the top of my head. But I know he like insulated it by using mud and fucking straw. He scavenged for fucking hibernating bears butt plugs. That, uh, uh, they, that fucking they, that get in their ass. Oh god. <laughs> oh fuck. That's a lot of grass. A lot of grass, twigs, and mucus. Yep. And uh, so, like I said, uh, this guy built his own cabin. Everything was from fucking scratch. Yeah. Everything. Not one machine tool. Jesus. So all like so hand, every hand tools. Everything was hand tools. Yeah. Planed all the wood himself, and uh, any kind of like. Holes he needed to drill. Yeah, he had a fucking old-fashioned hand drill. Okay, like the like one a crank that, one. Like yeah, like yeah. the one where you hold it right here. I know many people can't see yeah. it, but hold it by the top and it kind of kicks out it's got like, like a, a U C- shape. It's got a C shape. Yeah, like a U shape. Yeah, shape, whatever. Yeah. And you just sit there and he drilled the fucking holes by hand. That's fucking crazy. I actually, I actually took a, li- a list of everything he built. Okay. Almost in order. All right. So buckle up for this, okay? Yes. As I said, his own cabin. That consists with his own door, shutters, built his own countertop and sinks. All right. Uh, cabinets, bed frame, tables, chairs. These were all out of the trees and everything around there. Yep. Uh, workbench, platform for his stove to obviously heat and cook on. Yep. Uh, shelves, outdoor, an outhouse, built his own outhouse. All right. Uh, lived off the land the whole entire time. Fished, used anything that was a resource there to make this off-the-grid cabin. Yeah. Which I think that's actually what he calls it, like an off-the-grid cabin. Yeah. Uh, the, obviously, like I said, li- uh, living off the land, so he was hunting, fishing. He was maple syrup farming. Okay. So he, like, drilled and tapped into the trees and right. got maple and the syrup buckets in, the, hanging. In, in the buckets hanging. Yep. Uh... Made an outdoor cooking and dining area, a whole separate area. Like, a, it was fucking massive. Seems like he was just doing this shit because he was bored, because you don't actually need more than one chair or, like, outdoor areas or like anything he, like that. Oh, it keeps going. Yeah. Uh, outdoor cooking and dining area, outdoor sink, countertop, like a clay and mortar oven. Okay. Like, the ones that you make out of mud yeah, and shit. Yeah. And uh, log flooring. So he made, like, put everything together and somehow, like, sealed it together. Uh, and the last little part that I had, just because I thought it was fucking cool, 
every time this dude went out, or at least at least the two times that I saw him actually going out hunting, dude rocked a duster the oh, whole time. Oh, yeah. Like a black <laughs> duster. Damn. I was like, oh, this motherfucker's going to kill some shit take today. That, take that shirt off and just go shirtless with the duster. Ooh, <laughs> Mac style. That's a good look. <laughs> I'm not burning the duster. Uh, but yeah, that was actually pretty interesting. So I started watching some more of the videos. I would love to check that out. I want to see how he makes all that fucking shit. It seems really interesting. It's only an hour and a half long, but it's like he has other videos that predate that video. Yeah. So I think a lot of that is like the compilation. Like it's a small movie. Sure, yeah. About how long it took him to do it. But yeah, it was very interesting. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, you know, I thought it was pretty wild. And like I said, I watched some of the other ones where he made... All of like, like I said, his own furniture. Uh, he made he made he made fucking spoons. Like he made a wooden spoon yeah. to like stir fucking soup with. Yeah. Carved it all by hand. And I was like, what? So he must have had like a like a solar charger or something like that to keep his camera going. I'm assuming. I believe, excuse me. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there was no one else there. He well, he had he had a dog with him. Okay. His dog. Yeah. And uh, that was it. No one else. That's fucking crazy. And I was like, that is... For two years? Two fucking years. That's nuts. He did leave and come back, because you can tell, like, he had, he had to get certain materials and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. There were, there were certain points where he did, I believe, use, like, bought, like, two-by-fours yeah. for certain things. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cheating. Yeah. But if I was also building a fucking cabin... I cheat too. I would I, if I had to build a cabin, I would pay someone to build a cabin. I, pretty much what, I would what do, the fuck I'm doing. What I would do is I would just go to like a Home Depot and get the biggest fucking shed they have. <laughs> yeah. And just yeah, be like, all right, helicopter lift this, cut these five fucking trees out over <laughs> yeah. here, drop it right there. Yep. I'll live out of that. Right, yeah. I'll just insulate the whole fucking inside and everything. Yeah. Just spray a bunch of foam insulation on the inside walls. Yep. Yeah, fuck it. There, there's my outdoor cabin. Exactly. There you go. I'll live here for one week and then I'm going back home. Yep. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, I've heard too many fucking noises. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking creepy out here, man. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Just consistently kicking the door open and firing gunshots out <laughs> yeah. into the darkness. The every night consists of every like 30 minutes kicking the door open and shooting an entire clip. <laughs> <laughs> Just... <laughs> Third, little black screen 30 minutes later just got <laughs> a belt fed machine gun pointing at the front door just one of those mini guns yeah yeah just, <laughs> yeah you're just mowing fucking trees down. yeah that's how you cut the trees down yeah you don't need no fucking axe yeah just create one straight street path all the way there. yeah but um it is pretty interesting and uh like I said I watched some of the other videos of him um working on other projects like around the like compound he created yeah and some of them were actually like food recipes and shit like it shows him how he cooks out there yeah and i was like holy shit like it, like he shows how he like uses the fire yeah. to his advantage like if he wanted to cook something direct heat cooking other things move it off to the side right and it's just like a basic fucking grill like yeah. it's like creates a bunch of fucking sticks underneath lights that shit up Cooks a fucking meal. Yeah. Like, and I don't know how he creates some of this shit. Like, some of this stuff looks really fucking good. Right, He yeah. made a bear cheeseburger. What the fuck? Yeah. He killed a bear? Yeah. With what? Did he have a gun? Uh, he... I think I saw him with two different guns. Okay. He also had a bow and arrow. Yeah. And I think that was it. Okay. I don't think he had any other, like, weapons or anything like that, but... 
Uh, I think one was a rifle and the other one was a shotgun. Can you just kill bears? Can you? Is it like legal to hunt bears? Uh, I think you do have to have like a hunting license. Okay, I didn't know if you, I don't think if you, you even walk, could hunt bears. I don't think you just walk into the woods and kill them. Oh, yeah, you can't do that with really anything, but I didn't know if you could hunt bears at all. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I know a couple of people that have went bear hunting and oh, stuff. Yeah. Um, but Way crazier than deer hunting. Fucking deer isn't going to rip your fucking arms and legs off. Exactly. <laughs> like, you're going for something that could kill you. Yeah. Like, that takes a special human. Yeah. Special as in retarded. Oh, that's what I meant. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, special as... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's uh, that's it for me for watching. Oh, you know? right. So, uh, what about yourself? Uh, what, have you, what have you been... Uh, I didn't, I didn't watch much this way. I thought I added something. What have you been dining on for your viewing pleasure? I only watched one thing that wasn't wrestling, basically. Okay. Um, is TV a CW TV show that I never? I think I believe it's CW. Okay. I'm watching, I'm watching it on Hulu. Uh, it's called The One Hundred. Actually, no, I'm watching it on Netflix. Oh yes, I remember you talked about this last week. Yeah, so I think last week was right before I was gonna start watching it. Um, so. Started watching it. We got two episodes left in the first season. Okay. So almost done with the first season. I think there's like five episodes on Netflix, and there's another uh, five seasons on Netflix. Okay. And there's another season coming out. Um, but uh, it's very obviously like a young adult novel series, like you know, like Maze Runner and fucking oh, okay, uh, like uh, Hunger Games type shit, like young adult novels. It's obviously based. It's based on one of those. It is based on a book. I. And it's definitely young, like a young adult novel. But like the whole uh, story, at least of the first season, is interesting enough. It's basically, uh, I don't know how much I talked about it last week, but um, it's basically like there was a nuclear war on Earth, and uh, the Earth became uninhabitable and like irradiated. So yes, the last I remember rem- you mentioning that. Yeah, the last remnants of like human of mankind uh, basically went to space stations. And all the different countries that had space stations all joined their space space stations together to make something called the Ark. And that's where all humans lived, on the Ark. And so this is like, the, the show picks up like 95 years after humans like left the Earth. And uh, they're orbiting the Earth still. They didn't like fly away or anything like that. They're orbiting the Earth. So it's like 95 years later and there's like a problem with the life support systems on the Ark. And so they they can't like live on the ark for much longer. So they have to find out if the earth is if you can live on the earth anymore. So they send one hundred uh, juvenile prisoners down to the earth to see if it's still inhabitable. And the reason they send juvenile pr- uh, prisoners is because any uh, person over eighteen on the ark that commits pretty much any crime, they are executed immediately. <laughs> they call it, they call it being floated. Because they, they like just open it up and just yeah, they, suck they, you right out. Yeah, of they put them in like a fucking pressure lock system. And they open the exterior doors and just suck them out into space. So that basically, you like steal from someone or something like that, you get floated and you're fucking dead. So all the juvenile prisoners, anyone under eighteen, is like locked up in their prison. And they grabbed a hundred of those, sent them down to the earth to see if they would die, basically to see if they could live on the earth because they had to come up with a plan to uh, leave the ark. So uh, the first season, like, they send these people down. They're all wearing a wristband, like, metal wristbands. Okay. That uh, track, like, their vital signs and shit like that. And on the way down in the drop shit, like, all their communication systems get destroyed. So the only communication with the Ark is basically they can tell who's still alive and tell their vital signs based on their wristbands. But then a bunch of the fucking 100 stop popping their wristbands off because they don't want to, like, they don't want to help the Ark and they, wanna, they were prisoners, so they want to just, like, be free. 
Uh, so they think that people are dying on the ground, but it's really they're just taking their wristbands off because the Earth is inhabitable. There's there's animals there and stuff like that. There's people there even, which you have, we haven't found too much out about yet. But there is like tribes of people that have been living on the Earth this entire time. Um, oh shit, huh? But uh, yeah, it's a pretty interesting story. The only like I'm I'm really enjoying it so far, and I think I will enjoy the next couple seasons at least. But I feel like at some point, like a few seasons in. It's gonna get to the. It's gonna get to the point where the whole arc and like survival thing on the planet is gonna be over because everyone will come down from the arc and then they'll just all be living on the planet and it's just gonna devolve into like a relationship drama, not like a sci-fi drama like it is now. Yeah. Like I feel like the whole sci-fi as that big sci-fi like storyline is gonna be pretty much done and they're all just gonna be like living as like tribes on the earth yes. and then the only drama and storylines are going to come from interpersonal relationships and it's just going to basically turn into like one tree hill or like riverdale oh absolutely so i feel Abs- like fucking loop. i feel like a couple seasons in i'm probably going to lose interest it's, but it's, it's how i felt about like smallville right yeah you yeah. know it's like it started off really good it's like hey this is a fucking superman story right yeah like this is interesting and then after like season four five six whatever you're kind of like yeah all right, well, we all know he's fucking Superman. Right, yeah. Like, people, you're telling me no one's ever seen him use his heat vision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At all. Yep. Um, Security cameras are everywhere. Not one person. So, it's bullshit. Uh, <laughs> bullshit. I fucking hate it. I fucking hate this shit. Um, that guy, uh, what's... Come town section. <laughs> reprising his role as Superman in this year's Arrowverse crossover. As Crisis, well, as Crisis on... Crisis uh, on Infinite Earths. Yes. As well as a uh, Lois Lane is reprising her role. Yes. Michael Rosenbaum said he will not be reprising his role as Lex Luthor, apparently. That is sad. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I feel the 100 really good right now. The first season is awesome. I feel like the second season will probably be really good, and maybe the third, but I, then it, it will eventually die down to where there's no longer the space shit, everyone's on the planet, and it's just like people betraying each other and just like any other drama basically oh, so yeah i'll probably lose interest at that point but we'll see i mean i still got man of the high castle to go back to which i still want to complete that is true um but that's all i have besides some wrestling so i guess we can get to that I just kind of jumped around really quick. It was too too quiet sounding. <laughs> so um, I, I did I did not I, I actually I caught the opening of the new intro of Monday Raw. Night Raw. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, I guess whatever. So SmackDown hasn't aired yet. No, we, we record this on Thursday. SmackDown officially this week has moved to Fridays. Yes, so it will be on tomorrow as of this recording. But I caught Raw. Um, I didn't catch anything. Honestly, the fact that they've had this season premiere of Raw and this SmackDown change with all the new logos and stuff like that is making me not want to buy WWE 2K20 because that means the game is already horrendously out of date because all it's all not it's not the new SmackDown or Raw logos that just debuted and stuff like that. And the reason I play those games is to like reenact the shit I see on TV and like simulate the matches and stuff yes. like that. But if it already is so off, it already feels so outdated when it comes out because all the logos are wrong and the intros are wrong and shit like that and the matchup screens are wrong, it makes me not want to buy the game. So, 
And we'll I, see. And I don't think you should buy the game because I think it's a piece of shit anyway. Uh, most people do feel. And, that and way. I mean, you know, I mean that's that's the, that's the truth with some fucking cheese on it. Yeah, I'll probably get coaxed into buying the game anyways. But I watched Raw this week. I did not catch AEW Dynamite, the weekly AEW show. Yes. Started as of this recording last night on TNT. I was going to watch it live, but didn't get the chance because uh, Megan uh, was out to dinner with some friends from work. So she didn't get home in time for the live stream. Uh, so we decided to just watch it. It's on the TNT app now. So we're just going to watch it like tonight or tomorrow or something like that. So I'll be talking about that next week. Um, it was supposedly amazing from like the headlines I saw of the reviews. From some, of, some of the highlights that I did see of yeah. it is pretty fucking good. Yeah. So I'm it's, looking forward to watching that. It's and, and like some of the camera angles that they shoot yeah. that I saw. Yep. Kind of remind you of like WCW days. Yeah. What I, what I do like about it um, is right from the get go. Like I saw the first five minutes or something like that because I was at my mom's house having dinner and she threw on TNT while I was there, and uh, it uh, like they had the intro to the show, and then they had like quick pre-recorded promos of Cody Rhodes and Sammy Guevara, which was the opening matchup. Quick pre-recorded promos of them talking, very brief. Then they both came out, did their entrances, and then I stopped watching after that. But then presumably they just had the match right away. Not a bunch of bloated, stupid storyline building talking. And that is the one of the biggest reasons why I think AEW is going to steal a bunch of viewers from WWE. Oh, they are. Don't have a bunch of bullshit promos. Um, and that's the thing where, like, the only thing that really kind of kept me holding on to WWE was NXT. Right, yeah. NXT is still fucking amazing. And it is. <laughs> Yeah. Adam Cole faced, uh, I didn't see it, but last night Adam Cole faced Matt Riddle for the uh, NXT Championship, so we'll see. I don't know how that turned out. Um, did you, uh, oh, I forgot, did you, you didn't watch it. Then. I didn't watch it, no. Oh. <laughs> oh. I was, I'm going to watch it tomorrow during the day, probably. Yeah, you're going to, you're going to really fucking like it. Okay. It, there's one, there's one reason. Okay. There's one reason you're uh, really going to fucking like it. All right, I'm looking forward to it, Jesus Christ. I'm getting all excited here. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so I watched Raw. Okay. And the WWE... Wasted your time. Yeah, the WWE main roster did what they always do when uh, they're getting... They feel like they're getting desperate. And they fucking rolled out the old-ass corpses like the, uh-huh. to tickle everyone's nostalgia. Yep. Which doesn't do anything when you do it like once a fucking month. Like they bring out Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. For oh, this season, yeah. The season premiere of Raw. Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan are on Miz TV. Like it's some big fucking deal. They, they're all, like, I saw Ric Flair probably a month and a half ago on TV. I saw Ric Flair at fucking Comic-Con last year. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, like, he WWE, gave, he gave me a woo. WWE <laughs> puts, puts, them on t- puts him on TV all the time, so yeah, it's not a special like a thing. fucking Yeah, day. if you did it, like, once a year, yeah, it'd be pretty exciting to see Ric Flair. Same thing, even Hulk Hogan, since he's been back, he's already been on TV three or four times since then. Um, so they did that because that's what they do when they're fucking desperate and sad. So they did that, and then they announced at... Uh, they announced that they're having a crown jewel this month in Saudi Arabia. Again, like the worst event ever. Like we've talked about on this podcast. You probably skipped through the wrestling uh, portion, in which case you're not listening to this right now. But the Saudi Arabian pay-per-view events. Yeah, this is events, just us fucking bitching. <laughs> the Saudi Arabian pay-per-view events are always the worst. They, they have no impact on any of the storylines. Well, no belts change hands. Also for the fact that the women's division is probably one of the yep. hottest fucking divisions and they don't allow women to wrestle. That's fine with me because the women's matches usually suck balls. But it, it's not right. Anyways, society-wise, it's not right. But, but that's, that's their fucking country. <laughs> that's their rules. Yeah, I know. Um, so yeah, and they, they you, basically, you know 
Vince is fucking all yeah, over him. Oh, yeah. Just bop, bop, bop. So they announced basically on Miss TV that they're going to have like a Survivor Series type like uh, five on five match with Team Hogan versus Team Flair. Oh, fuck off. And I was like, who gives a fuck about this shit? Who, so that, who, who cares? So there was that. I got two other notes. Okay. They, they changed up the commentary teams, right? Another terrible mistake by WWE because before I even knew they were changing the commentary teams, like two weeks ago, me and Megan were talking about how Tom Phillips, the SmackDown announcer, yes. should be the main commentary for both shows because he's the best. Like he's, of course. He is excellent. He does the commentary the way that wrestling commentary, like WWE likes their commentary, but he also laughs along with Corey Graves and shit like that when he makes jokes. Yes. He's not just a robot who laughs off mic. Uh, so he was the best. I love Tom Phillips. New commentary teams on Raw. The main play-by-play guy is Vic Joseph, the 205 Live guy. And then his two color guys are Jerry the King Lawler and some fucking dude named Dio Madden. Some black guy with dreads down to his ass. I've never seen him before. I have no idea who he is. I don't know where the fuck he came from. He was I never saw him on NXT. Like I don't even know if he was ever a wrestler or anything like that. No idea who this dude is. Okay. So Vic Joseph, Jerry Lawler, Dio Madden are the Raw team. And the SmackDown team is Michael Cole and Corey Graves. With Renee Young as a special contributor. So, Tom Phillips, apparently fucking fired. I don't know what the fuck he's doing now. He's gone. Like, he's not doing commentary, and he should have been doing... Hit up AEW, motherfucker. He should... Well, that's why you can't hit up AEW, dude. They got fucking Jim Ross, the king. Yeah, but put both... The real king. Put them together. Oh, that'd be sick. I'd love it, yeah. But, uh, yeah, JR's doing... uh, Oh, God! By God, I can't feel the left side of my face! (laughs) (laughs) Boomer Sooners! But, yeah. uh, I wish he actually sounded that bad, like he was all fucked up. Like I had no idea he had like a stroke like, like that. Yeah. <laughs> Until I saw his face, like as a kid, I had no idea that it was anything even wrong with him. Cause he's like he talks normally. Yeah, surprised, but then you see his face and he's like, bah, 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 bah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so the commentary teams garbage. Like uh, this was the first Raw with the new team. Vic Joseph, he's fine. He's a fucking play-by-play guy. He's basic. He's Michael Cole. He is basically might as well be Michael Cole. I'm good. Uh, and then the King, obviously. Jerry I, the King Lawler. Yes, I don't mind uh, the King because it reminds me of when I was a kid watching wrestling. He's hasn't changed. He's making like weird. He makes some off-color comments about like being turned on by women and shit, like he did back in the day. I'm surprised they're letting that shit fly. Hey, you gotta realize it's Fox. Uh, no, no, this, this is Raw. This is still USA. Oh, it is. This is Raw. Yeah, this is unchanged. This when, is just, when did they? When did they officially change? Smack. No, SmackDown's going to Raw. SmackDown. Only SmackDown is going to Raw. SmackDown's going to Raw. I mean, Smack. Oh, sorry, Raw. Fox. Oh, SmackDown. SmackDown is going to Fox. Oh, uh, Raw is staying. Raw is staying at USA. Oh, okay. SmackDown's going to Fox. That's why they're doing a new draft because they're gonna have like a really separate Raw. Oh, they're gonna supposedly. do completely separate shows. Yes. So the draft is going to start on SmackDown for October 11th, which is a week from tomorrow. That's like what a Friday. Friday. Yeah, they're Fridays. Yeah. So the SmackDown will have the first night of the draft, and then that following Monday, Columbus Day, the 14th, yes. Raw will have the second part of the draft. Okay. Um. But, uh, yeah, so the commentary team is garbage. The dude, Dio Madden, he probably said, like, a dozen words the entire fucking show. He, like, didn't even talk. Um, and then, uh, so I haven't seen SmackDown yet, but I, it's, I was bummed that fucking Tom Phillips is gone because he should be on both shows. And then the last, uh, last uh, note I have was the main event was Seth Rollins versus Rusev for the Universal Championship because Brock Lesnar came out and beat the shit out of Rey Mysterio. And his son. Grabbed his son from the crowd and beat the shit out of both of them. 
Rey Mysterio was supposed to face Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship because he won that fatal five-way from yes. But he ended up going to the hospital with his son. So instead, Rusev faced Seth Rollins, uh, the newly returning Rusev. And uh, he was asked backstage, like, Where, where's Lana? And he just, like, stared and didn't answer. So, like, what the fuck is going on with that? So then he's, he's having the match with Seth Rollins in the main event. And then all of a sudden, Bobby Lashley's music kicks on. Bobby Lashley comes, returns from injury after months of being gone. Also, still, who gives a fuck? No one cares about Bobby Lashley. He comes out. He's on stage. He points back to the entrance. And then Lana's music kicks on, and she comes out. And then Bobby Lashley and Lana proceed to, like, make out on stage for, like, 90 seconds. Very disgusting and uncomfortable. First of all, uncomfortable because inter- interracial relationships are against God. But besides that... Oh, we're going <laughs> to talk about that in the miscellaneous oh, happening. Good. We're going to talk about some Bible pumping today. Oh, okay. Yeah, talk about that sacrilege. <laughs> so yeah, Bobby Lashley and Lana straight up make out. So are they in life not together anymore? I, they, they must be still they, together. Because they were fucking... Yeah, they're, they're married. They they're are married. married. And as far as I know, they're still married in real life. So I don't know if this is some storyline thing or what. I haven't seen anything about I them would, yeah, being separated in real life. Fucking, that's fucking weird, But man. even if it, even if they are separated in real life, to then turn that into a storyline story where he has to watch his ex-wife make out with someone? I mean, that's some, like, fucking... That's like Matt, that's Matt Hardy and leadership. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. That's, that's like some Matt Hardy edge leadership. Yeah, he is, so fucking Matt Hardy has to watch Lita pretend fuck uh, edge in the fucking in the middle of the ring. So I wouldn't put it past them. No. They could be basically doing that whole thing again. But also, I think that uh, Rusev and Lana are still together, and it's just like a kayfabe story in which she's making out. It could out. be they've done stuff like that before. But yeah, she was like fucking making out with Bobby Lashley on the stage. I was like, this is fucking weird. And it went on for so long. And the whole time, Rusev's just standing in the ring at the ropes, just staring, like disgusted and sad. And then, like I was waiting for Seth Rollins to roll him up and like get a win. Yeah. But instead, the lights cut out, and The Fiend shows up. And then the fiend gives Seth Rollins the mandible claw with like a strobe light on him, and he's just fucking choking out Seth Rollins with the mandible claw, and that's how the show ends. So no discussion or resolution about uh, Rusev, like what the fuck's going on with Rusev and Bobby Lashley and Lana, and it's just pretty much a setup. For, I fucking love the fiend. It's a setup for Hell in a Cell uh, this Sunday, where Seth Rollins is facing the fiend in Hell in a Cell for the Universal Championship. So I'll watch that this Sunday. I'll watch AEW tonight or tomorrow, and then uh, we can talk about uh, the future of wrestling, basically. Next week. Yeah, next week. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll take a quick break that you are not going to notice. All right. So, let's get to our death match. It's not a test. There we go. week's death match is between Dennis Reynolds of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Charles Manson Ooh. of Earth. Of Earth. <laughs> of the Earth. So. Of California. <laughs> there's much deliberation on uh, who could go against Dennis. I thought Dennis Reynolds would be a good pick, but who to go against Dennis Reynolds? Because. Yeah, we were talking about that, and we were talking about before we started recording, and we couldn't figure it out, and... Because Dennis Reynolds you, is not, you do you do make a val a few valid points where I do have to agree with you that this would be a good like death match. Dennis Reynolds is a sociopath, clearly based on it's always sunny in Philadelphia, 
and psychotic. Yes. Borderline personality disorder, perhaps. And uh, actually, yeah, I think that's when he gets the prescription drug. Uh, prescription drugs. Yes. It's for borderline personality disorder. Um, but yeah, so he's a psycho, but he hasn't actually killed anyone. So putting him against like an actual serial killer would be a little uneven. Uh, so Charles Manson, someone who supposedly didn't kill anyone himself, seems uh, pretty fair. Yes. But as to who would win in a bat in like a battle between them, I'm trying to I'm trying to think like. Uh, I mean, like, we can't put, like, like fighting skills to the test. No, no. It'd basically be, like, powers of persuasion. I And that's the thing that I feel like we should go with. Yeah. It so, should be, definitely be more powers of persuasion because technically neither one has killed anyone. Yeah. So you got Charles Manson. He has his family, people that he convinced to kill people, basically brainwashed people. Yes. Created a cult. Um. But then there's also... But then there's also Dennis Reynolds, who in an episode uh, called Ass Kickers United... Yes. He creates a cult called Ass Kickers United, um, where it's basically started as just a way to get um, to get uh, Mac to stop eating his Thin Mint cookies. Yes. And he just kept it going as like this weird cult thing to get Mac to do whatever he wanted. So he also showed he can... Easily control the minds of several of the people. The Ask Kickers United had, uh, basically at one point in the episode, it was Charlie Mack. It was Dak Shepard. Yes. It was that big construction guy, Tiny. Yes. And it was uh, Mac's mom, Charlie's mom, and then that girl. Then they they had some girl in there. Yeah. So seven people that he was able to control and convince of these things uh, for his little cult. Um, I don't know how many uh, people were in the members of the family of Charles Manson. That I do not know. Um, Let me try to see if I can look that uh, that information up for the podcast. But uh, just so we, you know, you, you have that info. Yeah. So they both have the ability to get people to do things for them. Now I don't know if Dennis Reynolds has the would have the ability if he could ever get like the people in his cult were not so brainwashed, like at least Mac and like Charlie wise. I don't think he could ever get them to kill somebody for him. But they did demonstrate that, uh, I think it was Frank that was able to do it after all. He got uh, Tiny to eat a shit sandwich, which was a big thing for him, trying to get someone to eat a shit sandwich. Yes. So that's pretty close to killing somebody, I guess. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> pretty fucking close. But I mean, uh, yeah, I, I don't know that Dennis Reynolds would have it in him to get people to kill somebody. But if it's a deathmatch scenario, and his goal is to kill Charles Manson... I don't know if he'd be able to get his followers to do that before Charles Manson had his followers kill Dennis Reynolds. Because obviously that was a big part of Charles Manson's goal to begin with. Yes. So if he had a specific target in mind. I could not find any of those numbers. Whatever. If he had a specific target in mind, I feel like Charles Manson would probably get it done well before Dennis Reynolds was able to... Well, besides the corky comedy and stuff that comes up in the show. <laughs> the hilarity I mean, that ensues. There is no murder. Oh, is there any, like, murder things that go on? I don't think so, really. Didn't, uh, what was it, his, uh, his ex-wife, Maureen? Oh, yeah. They have that, like, t- making a murderer yes. uh, episode thing, but where they make it seem like Dennis Reynolds maybe killed her, but... At the end, at you the realize end, it's he like, didn't. obviously he did she, 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 she fell off a roof. She fell off a roof pretending to be a cat. So... I think just because deep down inside Dennis Reynolds, he does not have it in him. He doesn't possess it just yeah. yet. He's cra- he's crazy. He's sociopathic. He likes to bend people to his will. 
But not but to the point of taking f- someone's life. Exactly. I don't feel like he's that... He's just not sinister enough. He doesn't have the darkness that Charles Manson has inside him. No. Um, but, I mean, it'd be an amazing crossover episode. if They do a little uh, Mindhunter, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia crossover. They travel back in time. They're yeah. both around at the same time. And it's Dennis Reynolds' mission to take out Charles Manson. It'd be an entertaining thing to see happen. <laughs> but uh, I feel like... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write some fan fiction. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to write some fan fiction. Also involved in the fan fiction will be, obviously, Pregnant Sonic battling Pregnant Clippy. Yes. Damn, I should have saved that one. Why did I say it out loud? <laughs> that would have been perfect. <laughs> Who's going to have the cuter baby? <laughs> Who's going to do it? Who's going to do it? Who's uh, going to do it? <laughs> but, yeah, so... I think I would have to go with Charles Manson. I think uh, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to agree with you on that because, yeah. like, Manson had that ability to persuade them, like you said, or bend them at their will yeah. to to bend them at his will. Yeah, he was all darkness too, not like Dennis Reynolds, where some of it is just like ah, I just want to fuck around with people, yeah, and get people to do what I want, but not not necessarily like I want to make people kill people because exactly. I can't. So. I mean, as you would probably expect at the announcement of this death match, I would say Charles Manson's the winner. You would say Charles Manson's the winner. Yes. But it was worth a discussion. I had to get down. It was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, maybe next week, you know, like I said, we'll uh, we'll keep it going. We'll yeah, see, how, see how far we can go with yeah, this. See next week, uh, find a new category of yeah. person to throw or, in. Or, you know what we could do? What's that? Put a vote out. That we could put a vote out. If we have enough people that listen, and there, if there's anyone listening... That wants to suggest a deathmatch of similarly talented people from any area of fiction or nonfiction, because Charles Manson obviously. What about Instagram? Yeah, anyone. we could do. Let's do a fifty-fifty vote. Okay, I can or, put up like an Instagram poll. I think you can do that on uh, like Instagram the like story. story. Yeah, yeah I think you could do that. Yeah, Megan knows how to do. It. I'll have her show. Yeah, me, I think I something know like shit. that would work. All right, so you hopefully, know, so what we could do is we could have do two separate ones. Yeah, do one where it's two different people. Yep, and whoever wins that one. Will be that side. Yep. Whoever you know versus. Okay. Yeah. Then we'll do it again. So we'll come, then, up, we'll come up with four possibilities and have people vote on a one. And we'll have two side. different posts. Okay. Four possibilities, two different posts. Yes. All right. And that's what we'll do. And hopefully we get more than two. Res- well, all we need is two responses. We need ten. one vote for each person. Yeah. That'll that'll work out. Well, I, so. mean, gr- I mean, granted, like Insta- Instagram spam accounts, and we'll like a few anyway, and. Yeah, but for for stories, isn't that that's only like followers that see stories, really, isn't it? I think if you have it available to everyone, okay, then yeah, everyone can see it. All right, well, yeah. So, so hopefully, someone will check this out and we'll see. But if you listen to the show, obviously, you gotta check it out. So I'll put that poll out after I put up the post for this episode. After this episode is out, all right, probably like the day or the the day after on the Wednesday, I'll put it out. So people will have had a chance to listen to the episode. Before. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so... Because uh, it's perfect timing because it drops on a Tuesday, then we have everything for Wednesday, and then yep. we come back here on Thursday. All right, so... Be next, beautiful. Next Wednesday, hopefully, we'll have, some people will help us decide uh, what the next death yes. match will be. And then uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. All right, so... Uh, Moving onward. Move on to some video games, then. Time to play the game. <laughs> Time to play the game. All right. Um, Did you get into anything this week? I did not. All right. I did not. Um, I did play a little bit of chess, but that's 
It's, mo- it's mobile chess. Yeah, that's the ongoing like, mind stimulation. That's all it is. It's like keep the brain st- alive. Instead of playing on IG or yeah. anything like that, or you know, I just play a little game of chess. Work the mind. All right. Um, that's the strongest muscle of them all. <laughs> I, I, the first thing I want to mention was a real life game that I played. On uh, Saturday night, we did another escape room. Yes. Um, another esca- The third room that uh, opened up this past spring, I believe, at Mass Escape in downtown New Bedford. Yes. The I- best fucking escape rooms. I've only been to three different businesses that do escape rooms, but this one is by far the best. I've done all three of the rooms at this place, and all three of them are better than any room I've done at any other place. They're very well done. So if anyone's in the New Bedford area or close enough, so you drive down to Mass Escape in downtown New Bedford. Definitely go there because they got awesome rooms. So we did the new Now, one. where is this located again? It is on... I don't know the fucking name of the street. Well, I mean, like, it's downtown. It's downtown, right? Like, uh, you know the street. This is only going to make sense if you know the New Bedford area, but, like, the set of lights where the Fairhaven Bridge is when you come across the bridge to yes. downtown. And you take a left of those lights and go past the bus station and shit. Yes. It's that street. So where the Dunkin' Donuts is and shit. Oh, all right. It's across. The, it's in the building across the street from the Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, okay. So, yeah, the corner of, like, Union and whatever that fucking street. I don't know what street that okay. is. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's there. And uh, the so the room we did this time is called the Eckstein Experiments. And it's basically like uh, kind of like a mad scientist type thing. And All right. If, if you might be doing this escape room at any time and you don't want to hear any spoilers and fast forward a little bit, I'm not going to spoil too much because I don't want to ruin the business anyways. But uh, basically a uh, uh, guy comes out that like is your game master and like he's dressed as – Sounds he, so sexual. He's playing the part. Yeah. He comes <laughs> out, he, he comes out in a gimp mask and a fucking uh, – like yeah. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. He's a ball gag. Opens zipper. <laughs> yeah. Opens the zipper up and just, hello, welcome. He's, he's dressed like machine from 8mm. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Underrated movie. I love that movie. That is a great fucking yeah. movie. Classic Nick Cage right there. Nick Cage and fucking uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, so uh, the like person that introduces you to it knocks on the door and then Dr. Eckstein comes out. The guy who's playing Dr. Eckstein of Eckstein Experiments. And then he is fully in character, completely committed to the bit, like acting as Dr. Eckstein. Pretty impressive. Like sticking to, sticking to it, does a nice little goofy German accent and shit like that. He brings you. He he asks who is gonna be like the control subject because he has to have a control subject for the experience for the experiment. I was the control subject, um, so it was me, Megan, uh, Jen, Jason, my sister and brother in law, yes. and then my buddy Kevin and his girlfriend Amanda. I was the control subject, so we go. He brings us into the room, and then he puts me into a like a prison cell essentially by myself, locks me in, and then he locks two in one prison cell and two in another prison cell. And I can't see them or anything like that. So then he basically, he leaves. Then he comes back in with like a Plague Doctor gas mask on. And he like sprays something like he's gassing you basically. And then he leaves again. And then you basically have to figure out how to escape your prison cells. And then it leads into another room, which leads into a third room, which leads into a fourth room. And yeah, there's all kinds of puzzles and shit like that. Uh, but it's very well done, like well acted, like the game master is committed to the, to the bit and everything like that. Wow. Um, you're basically interacting with like most escape rooms. You have someone feeding you hints basically if you get stuck. And in this room, in uh, the, like the second room you get to, there's a, a brain, just a brain, a spinal column and like eyeballs just in like a floating in like a fl- floating in a thing. And that's the character that's talking to you and also acts as the person giving you hints the entire time. So you're talking to this fucking brain 
uh, that has like an Intercom look to, up to, obviously, realistically. But uh, so yeah, he, he's playing that character, like helping you through all these fucking puzzles and shit like that. And you have to uh, uh, the way these escape rooms work is not just you're you're not just trying to like escape the room. You're trying to achieve a main objective, and then there's four secondary objectives in this one. Which in this one is you have to find the four journals of Doctor Eckstein. He has like he has like medical journals that he's uh, oh, okay. hidden throughout you have to find I thought it was going to be like erotic journals. Yes, uh, oh, well maybe I didn't I didn't read them. You should have opened up a few of them. <laughs> I don't think there's any words inside. Oh, I think they okay. were glued shut. But uh yeah. so, so uh glued yeah, shut. Yeah, they were all fucking playgirl mags. <laughs> big thick dick magazines. <laughs> section 8 mags. Uh, section 8 section 8 fucking uh, yeah. cum shop mag. <laughs> You got a Dr. Epstein's got some jungle fever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Epstein, not Epstein. Oh, He's not a pedophile. He likes adult gay sex, not pedophilia. <laughs> oh shit, that was a good one. <laughs> so yeah, so you work through. Uh, you get. Uh, we Is did. It Epstein, yeah. Okay, not Epstein. Not Epstein. He did okay. not. It was, was not, did not take place on a fucking child rape island. Uh, so uh, we did eventually solve the main objective and all four secondary objectives with three minutes to spare of the hour you get to uh, solve it. But uh, yeah, we achieved all the objectives and it was a fucking amazing experience. Like this place does it so well. They have three rooms. They have the Epstein experiments. They have. They have Winterwood Lane, which is like a haunted, like ghost type story one that we did before, which is still my favorite one. Okay. And then they have Ice Station Zero, which is like a Cold War era, like nuclear bunker, uh, basically. All right. Um, but all three of them are amazing. And talking to the guy after we did the room, they're actually opening up a fourth room that uh, uh, I think he said they're not positive yet, but they think it's going to be called the basement. And the theme is gonna be almost like a is gonna be like a Goonies style adventure where you play like adventuring kids. Uh, basically, no shit. So that's gonna be pretty exciting. I look forward to that. He all said. Right. The, he said the story of that is like all your parents are at like a party or something like that, and you're locked in the basement, and then you like basically find this like all kinds of shit, and then go on like a little adventure based on that. Wow. So it seems really cool. So I'm looking. He said hopefully that's gonna open in like December, January. So we'll definitely do that one. Um, but yeah, this place is the best. I absolutely love that place. Um, so that's it for the escape room. I played a different video game this week. I played World of Warcraft Classic, obviously. Okay. Dealing with that. But besides that, I played a game that was free on Games with Gold a couple months ago, and it was something I always meant to play. It's called Inside. It's from a, a studio called Play Dead. They made a very well-known, successful indie game called uh, Limbo years ago. I think it was from like 2010 or something like that. It was like a 2D platformer, basically, like puzzle platformer. Uh, no combat or anything like that. Um, it was like all black and white silhouetted, like very artistic style. And they made this, this was their new game inside that came out like two years ago or something like that. Um, a similar muted tone, uh, like a color palette, but not black and white and not silhouette. It's like clearly fully 3d and earth like that really like beautiful game. And also a side scrolling, uh, 2d like puzzle platformer. Okay. And, and it's a quick, like three and a half hour, hour long thing. There's no like spoken lines or anything like that. It's all like story that you're just trying to like figure out as you go along Okay, um, that sounds fucking interesting. Really clever world design, like cl clever level design, clever puzzles, and like there's no tutorials. Nothing ever tells you what to do. You just have to figure like things out intuitively as you're going. Okay, and but the level, the like world is designed so well that you can figure stuff out without like any kind of help like that. So it was pretty interesting. Um, definitely worth playing for a few hours. Like uh, I, it was free with Games of Gold a few months ago. But if you miss that or don't have Xbox, you can probably get it for like 10, 15 bucks nowadays. 
But a really okay. well made game. This game got like perfect tens from several several like review How outlets. How long did this game come out? I think it was like two years ago. All right. Sure. But I remember uh, specifically IGN gave it a perfect ten out of ten, like masterpiece rating. Um, it is a very very well made game. So uh, if anyone wants to check out, that sounds interesting to you like a cryptic story that you kind of figure out things for yourself and it's up to your interpretation of what the fuck was going on um if that sounds interesting to you then check out play dead's inside um uh yeah that was it besides world of warcraft classic okay so hit me with all these fucking adventures in the riv One that's from the rib. I got nothing this week, so you, you go on a this fucking. Is, this is my flagship. Yeah, here we go. All right, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try my best to close the show up. All right. Uh, whoo, there's five of them. Uh, you know what? I'll show you the notes, All and right. you tell me which one you want to you want to see. Oh, here. The two that say IG are videos. Okay. Um. <laughs> let's start with. All right, this one's for. <laughs> let's start in honor of those movie guys, Phil and Joe. Let's start with Michigan should be white. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we know what the fuck that's all about. <laughs> all right. I like your style, sir. Good way to start that off. Is this from an episode of those movie guys where they were just ranting about how uh, they are sick of having colleges in their state? Uh, that... it... I remember that episode. That definitely happened. They were like white supremacists. They something no, about this, them. this hey. was like some older oh, white lady. Oh, okay. It's not them. So I'll, what I'll do is I'll, <laughs> I'll open it up and I'll show you. Those movie guys are not white supremacists. <laughs> Okay. Oh. Oh. Well, the way it is. But as far as having um, um, a black couple moving in, we have no problem with that. Um, but where it's wrong is when you have uh, a white, a white woman and a black husband, um, a white wife and a black husband together. That's wrong. Woo! Vice versa. That's wrong. Why is it? Oh. It's, simple, what? it's simply against the Bible. Oh. Like I was telling her, oh. uh, God created Adam and Eve. Same kind, same race all around. And that's how he wants that. He's our example right there. Wow. Talk about what you want. What, God what made Adam and Eve, not the Brickashaw and Eve. <laughs> uh, that um, you wanted it to stay white. Tell us about that. Well, just that. Uh, it's it's uh, a nice city the way it is. We have... Uh, Meaning white? If if um if black people if a black couple wants to move in fine, but to um you ain't mixing no but fucking to have chocolate mixed and vanilla. Marriage, this is no. like recent. This is like so, did that happen recently? Uh, I don't know how recent, but it probably could have been probably within the last couple months. That is some wild shit, dude. That when I crazy. saw that, I was like... That's the kind of shit I say as jokes. <laughs> and that lady is not joking no, at all. No, she does not want any cream touching that <laughs> coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no God. cream in the coffee, all right? You take your coffee black or you drink milk. Those are your two options. 
Oh, man, that is fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. God damn it. I blame those movie guys for uh, for that. Obviously, that, they're not controlling their people. No, that is, no, they are not. wild shit. It's Jesus fucking Christ. insane. I mean, I thought New Bedford was bad, and it is. It's terrible. But, oh. uh, Jesus Christ. Oh, it is. That is hilarious. That is... That's so fucking funny. I see. I find it hilarious. And not- I just love how she was just. She's like, should I fucking say it? Yeah. Should I fucking say I it? I don't even know if she thought that much about I, it. I don't know, but like, she it was, was like, just, this is right and correct what I'm about to like, say. What the, you know loose. what? You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna get yeah, the, the yeah. Bible. Fucking said yeah. so. That's why. See, <laughs> I can laugh at this and not find it troubling in the slightest because any everyone else in the fucking world like 99.99% of the world sees that as fucking crazy oh, it is. and hilarious so it's not troubling because obviously you know that's not how most of the world thinks no. it's fucking nuts so it is hilarious to hear someone saying that shit it's, and to be so like so be like that is so wholeheartedly what they believe they do oh man that's hilarious yeah i love also the, she looks like the fuck she looks like Dana Carvey as the church lady in <laughs> <Yes. at> SNL yes <laughs> I love that. Adam and Eve. No. Not to Brickashaw and Eve. Not Haha Smith. Not Haha Clinton Dixon Eve. Not Juju Smith Schuster and Eve. Or countless NFL players and Eve. I can't fucking breathe. To, to Brickashaw. That's a oh, good man. one. God. Oh, uh, what's the next one? Uh, the next one. Let's let's keep it rolling on Instagram and hit the priest on edibles. Oh, <laughs> what's he up to? I mean, he must be. He, let me guess. He eats edibles because it makes the tip of his dick way more sensitive. Well, you get a boy. It, the title of the video is me trying to talk after eating an edible. Oh, so a priest posted it. Yes, I don't believe that it is actually him on an edible. Okay, but it's some of the things. Okay. So I just kind of put oh, two and okay. two together. It's him saying that as like a meme, and then it's a video it's, of a priest. Oh yes. Oh, okay. Okay. I pray, I pray, I pray, healing, healing, healing. I pray, I pray, I pray, deliverance, 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 deliverance. Yes, Lord, 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 yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, have your way, have your way, have your way, have your way. Have your way. He's just staring at Instagram right now. Yeah, this is obviously just a man that's paid by the hour and is like, ah, oh, shit, I gotta fucking fill six more minutes before I get paid. Uh, what the? I pray, I pray. Oh I my pray. god, that is. <laughs> He's just going. Uh, 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 like, uh, if, if you pan out, there better be some fucking six year old doing the bobolots on this guy's deck. Not, not even that. Like, if you show what he's looking at, and it better not be a fantasy fucking football draft. No, right he's now. definitely fucking just liking Instagram pictures of chicks in their underwear. He's on fucking Dan Bilzerian's Instagram, uh, just liking every picture. Every fucking photo Dan posts, he's like, yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh, I wish this was my life. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Every guy Have your way, have your way, have your way. Every guy wishes he was Dan Bilzerian. <laughs> yeah. Because I can tell you right now, if any guy was that guy and single and had that money, yeah. you would buy everything he had too. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that was a fucking right. wild person. Next one, you got All three right, left. Um, 
I'm going to leave the quote for last because I okay. feel like that. I feel like we, we had done a quote last week too. It was good. Uh, so let's do carriage. <laughs> this is obviously at a grocery yeah. store. Yep. Carriage boy hissed at me. <laughs> so uh, my dad and I, uh, it was actually it was close to a freshie. Yeah. It's earlier this week. Okay. Uh, it was on Monday, and uh, we were just out doing a couple errands as we always do on like Mondays and Thursdays, and. Uh, you know, we, he was like, hey, I got to stop and get some stuff. Do you mind? No, nah, I don't mind at all. Fuck it. We decided to walk into Stop and Shop in Dartmouth. Yep. And Carriage Boy, bringing in a couple carriages, I was like, oh, I'm going to get one that's a little further away from him. Yeah. I don't want to bother him or scare him or whatever. <laughs> they're afraid. They're so I start to bunch. reach for it. He fucking snatches it from me. Oh, shit. And... Oh, what the Fucking... <laughs> Hissed at me. Now was this guy visibly retarded? There was there was definitely an was this, it, there was, was definitely an ism somewhere in there. Was this at Trukies? No, this was at uh, Stop and Shop in Dartmouth. Okay, all right. And uh, st- uh, Fonts Corner, the Fonts Corner Road one. Yes, the one okay, that's yeah. on uh, the um, what's across from the mall. Yeah, okay, yeah. And I mean, a little little slow. Ish. I mean, I, I'm not saying that everyone that does carriages are retarded. No. I did carriages for a couple of years. So did I. Yeah. So, but so, uh, I mean, I also pro- didn't hiss at people. So, at least not often. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I flipped a lot of people off, but I was really—I I used to drink a lot. So. <laughs> there's a there's a weird void in my life. <laughs> but uh, something that only Heineken can fill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, so I'm just—I <laughs> go to reach for it, pulls it, hisses at me. Oh, man. Then kind of snaps out of it. Lightly pushes the carriage back. At this point, I'm fucking half cocked with my wrist, ready to go. You have to attack this zombie I was, person. I was like, this is how the outbreak starts. I was like, great. I'm the first one to encounter, encounter yeah. patient zero. First contact. First contact. Great. Time to go to war. <laughs> I, uh, I, how old did he look? Did he, was he a young guy, teenager? Youngish. Big guy. Okay. Kind of short hair. Because there was someone that I went to high school. Kind of looks like a like a. Like a hairless baby Huey. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so he basically probably looks like Stavros Halkius, the uh, stand-up comic uh, from Cometown. Yes. <laughs> yep. Baby Stavi. Um, baby Stavi. But because uh, uh, the reason I ask how old he was because there was a gentleman in my class, uh, my age, in high school. Yeah. Um, I will not give out his real name, although I do know it. We, but do, we don't have to give out names. <laughs> everyone in the school called him Dragon Master. He always wore... Denim on denim, baby. He was rocking every day. Denim jacket, denim jeans, looking good. And anytime anyone walked past him and like was like, hey, "What's Are up, you? Dragon Master?" He would turn and just hit him with a. <laughs> he would hiss at them immediately. He hissed at everybody. That's the only time I've ever seen anyone hiss in real life. Uh, thing I, I definitely got I got to throw you in check for really quick. Okay. You got a problem with denim on denim right now? What the. F- and I'm sitting across from you wearing denim jeans and a denim jacket. Let me specify. Oh, it has to be a Canadian tuxedo with a fucking shirt with it too? No, no, no. I'm talking I'm talking like light blue mom jean denim. Oh. Not black denim. Or even dark blue denim would probably look fine. But like that light blue, like mom and dad denim. Like Partridge family denim? Yeah, like... Got like, it. Like dungarees denim? Not jeans. Like dungarees. Like acid wash denim? <laughs> yeah, like not that. even acid wash. That would be too cool. Okay. 
like yeah, just this just is like light that light blue flat yeah, colored. Is that denim. light blue like John Denver album co- album art? Fuck oh yeah, that <laughs> was like tuxedo, like straight cougar melon can. Hell yeah, yeah, he's looking good. So yeah, he was hissing at people. That's who all I right, imagine. All right, all right, all right. I'll ex- I'll I'll let that one slide. But he okay. also must be in. I mean, I do have a sweet moon night pin. <laughs> yeah, he, that that does dress this jacket up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that makes it classy. And I got weed in it. <laughs> yeah, well, he probably just has. Prescription antipsychotics in this. <laughs> I love the face when you hissed. You're just <laughs> turn feline when you hiss at somebody. <laughs> That's almost as good as the the the, the Milton face. Yes, the Andrew Pelosi special. Hey. You kids need a ride home, or what's going on? Your school let out, or are you guys just uh, you guys skipping today? Uh, anyways, I'm rock hard. What about you boys? You experienced an erection yet? So you guys still at that age where you can come, but nothing comes out of your dicks? <laughs> Why? <laughs> that came up. That came up a couple weeks ago. <laughs> what the fuck? That, that came up a couple weeks ago where I mentioned to Megan. I forget why we were driving past Fonts Corner Road. Uh, ironically, right past that the the said stop and shop. Okay. Driving right past that area, and there were a bunch of kids like about to cross the roads to like the. Dartmouth Mall. Yes, and I was making fake conversation, like pretending I was talking to them, to them, but I was talking to Megan, and I was like, "Hey, you kids, like you guys, you kids still young enough to where you come, but nothing comes out of your dick. <laughs> you guys like make, or oh, you guys making come already." <laughs> so I got into a thing where Megan didn't know that like young kids could like a lot of boys could like learn to masturbate and come before any anything actually came out of their dick. <laughs> So I, I enlightened her as to that. So that was a that was a fun time. All right. Me, uh, basically, uh, taunting children with pedophilia, but not really, just in my own in the privacy of a conversation between me and my wife. <laughs> That's the kind of thing I do when I see kids on the road. I have fake conversations about That's them having right. about them having orgasms. You know, you know, I'm just a red blooded American wearing denim on denim. What's up, Dragon Master? <laughs> I'm the Dragon Master. <laughs> I love the eye roll. Dude, was that real? He did the eye roll too? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was all over the place. He was le- he left his body when he did that. One one more time. <laughs> you could see him. You could see his soul crawling out of his body into watching his body hiss at people and then was, retracting back into it. Just levitating like yeah. fucking venom above yeah. him. He was, yeah. yeah, he was watching himself hiss people away. Um, uh, definitely, uh, I think hisses is definitely pussy repellent back oh, in the high school days. Oh, absolutely. That's like wearing one of those like giant graphic print t-shirts. Oh, hell, wearing, a silk, like... wearing a silk Dragon Ball Z shirt from Hot Topic, dude? Yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Venom, they definitely had Venom and Carnage shirts like that were silk like that. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, all right, all so... Right, so I got two more. You obviously said you want the quote last. Yeah, I want the quote last. So, uh... This one is titled Mr. Lorenzo. Okay. And this happened the same day. This was earlier before the carriage. Okay. Before the, the, the carriage boy. This is a big that's, day. That is so racist sounding. Before the carriage boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the carriage boy hissed at me. So, you know, I told so him I lynched. Lynched. Whipped the whipped the piss out of him in front of his family and they killed him. I thought nothing of it. Moved on with my day. It's good to, it's good to own land. <laughs> uh, so this one, like I said, is titled Mr. Lorenzo. Right. And I uh, went to the bank, and I just put in some money, as I usually do, yep. and uh, going about my day, talking to the lady at the desk, 
would you like this in your checking, savings, whatever? And I'm like, I just put it in my checking. Okay. Surprise me, bitch. And she was like, okay. <laughs> and then he hissed at her. Yep, and I hissed at her. <laughs> Premeditating before the actual hiss. Yeah. You know, just... <laughs> <laughs> savings, you dumb bitch. <laughs> what? What? Savings, you dumb bitch. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were just like quoting something that the Dragon Master said. Oh, uh, he didn't, I don't think I ever heard him speak a word. <laughs> I don't know that he could talk. Oh... <laughs> uh, but <laughs> just the fact you don't know if he can talk, all he can do is... He could have been a mute for all I know. The only thing he knows how to do is hiss. Yeah, I only saw him in the halls. He got hissed at. I never, actually, I never had a class with him, so I never heard him speak. Oh, okay. So like I said, I'm at the bank. They do the whole checking, savings, conversation, everything. Hand me back my driver's license. And then they start to hand me the receipt, and there's like, anything else I can do for you, Mr. Lorenzo? And I went... What the fuck did you just say? Who's fu- who did you just deposit my money to, you and, bitch? And that's exactly what I went. Wait, who the fuck did you just slip my money to? Oh, there goes a the whole fucking paycheck. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, great, great. I just fucking work for nothing. Goddamn. <laughs> and she was like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I was talking with such and such or whatever about the the... Was it the new hurricane or whatever that's called? It's called Hurricane Lorenzo or whatever. So she just had hurricanes on the brain and just and they called, just you called Mr. me Mister Lorenzo. Lorenzo. What the fuck? And I went, what the uh. f-? like? It, like after she handed me everything back, I immediately looked it up. Yeah. I wanted to see if it went yeah, in yeah. on my phone, and I was like, okay, and it's there. <laughs> That's like one of those brain fights where like the waiter's like, all right, enjoy your meal. And you're like, you too. <coughs> That's like one of those yep. fucking dumb brain fights. I bet she felt like a fucking dumb asshole. Oh, yeah. I gotta feel like, bad. Anything else I could do for you, Mr. Lorenzo? And I went, <laughs> the fuck are you talking about, was, bitch? What the fuck are you talking about? Whose money did you just... <laughs> you immediately, you don't even say a word. You just turn around and you reach over the couch and start choking her. <laughs> and just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hissing in her face. <laughs> and the, I'm not Mr. Lorenzo. I'm the Dragon Master, bitch! <laughs> you you kind of look at me and go... Oh my god, it was you! You're the dragon. You lied, I thought you went to do FNI. And the last one is a quote. This one is the only one that was in Fall River. Okay. And this one is a freshie. Yeah. Because this happened yesterday. Excellent. The freshest of the bunch. And I was standing outside, I was having a smoke. Uh, I was waiting for my next uh, appointment to show up. I was just kind of hanging around. And there's always this older guy, older Portuguese guy. Yeah. Uh... You know, I didn't know if you understood the first quote, where it says, Epa. Yeah, yeah. You know, a couple Portuguese people, that's yeah. how they get your attention. Like, a guy. Yeah, it's like, a guy. <laughs> like Epa. the more Americanized ones say, a guy. Yeah, you know, the old country, Epa. Yeah. You know, so he says that to me, and I was like, hey, how you doing, man? You know, I've seen him before. He always talks tattoos, has no tattoos. He just <laughs> likes to talk. Yeah. So I, 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 nice to the guy. People like to talk. So then there was just some guy walking up, so then I kind of took a step back. He did the exact same thing to the guy. He goes, Epa! Except for the fact that the reply that came back out of the other guy was, Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> it was so aggressive! What? <laughs> so, so, I'm going to reiterate it. You get to do the fuck you okay. part. Epa! Fuck you! Yes! <laughs> That is what... That's the amount of aggressiveness that was in the guy's voice? Maybe a little dialed down. All right. But it was just... (laughs) It came out so fast. And I was going to drag off a cigarette and I was just... Spit take the cigarette? uh, No, I just instantly froze because I was like, what the fuck just happened? 
Was there or did like this confrontation like continue or they just both move on to their move on their merry way? Uh, they just both went about their merry way. What the fuck? Like if I was an A-bike, I'd be like, the, the, hey, hey, yeah. guy, why you why you say that? Yeah, the me? guy, the, the the older Portuguese guy, kind of looked at me. I looked at him. We both looked at the other guy. The guy kept walking. I was like, ah, you see, you're like a you're the Patriots fan. Yeah. Or? Some people are angry. Being like, hey, look, I'm sorry, you just got fucking like shouted at, but Jesus. like. You know, fucking maniac. Yeah, dude. That's fucking hilarious. So I would have lost that's, it, that's, dude. That's why I do not fucking talk to anyone. Yeah, I know. You know, people walk by, you give them a quick head nod. Yeah. That's it. They I, speak when spoken to. I'm not going out of my way to be like, hey, what's going on, man? I'm like, fuck no. No, because I don't want to catch one dude on a bad day. <laughs> Hell yeah, you don't want to catch an APA fuck you guy. Yeah, APA. <laughs> that's fucking fuck crazy. Fuck you. <laughs> that's so funny. It was just so <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, our closing music this week is going to be Suicide Silence. The song is No Pity for a Coward. As always, you can get our episodes every Tuesday when I put them up. You can get them on iTunes. We can rate and review us. You can get them on uh, any podcast app. You can stream or download it from our website, nerdabba.com. You can email us at podcast at nerdabba.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at nerdabba podcast. Make sure you vote on Wednesday. And vote on Wednesday for next week's death match. Yes. And that's it. See ya.